I love it. I love it when I hit back on the browser and it just sits there like a dumb shit. So then I hit back again and then it goes back two pages. You bitch. I actively don't want to remember that title. I, I feel like I should throw you a tenor and tell you to go clean yourself off. Oh, it's intelligent. I need intelligence right now. It's not about Minecraft or Roadblocks, so I'm looking at the ceiling until somebody's getting killed. Some little space cosmic baby, come save us, please. You have stepped into my realm, sir. Yeah, there's gonna be interruptions. Uh, the one kid was up at crack ass of dawn with uh, night terrors, and the other one slept in. So he's just now getting up, which means the dogs haven't gone outside. So that's just now happening. It's going to be a normal show, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be normal, I guess. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) Um, I guess I need to go first here. Um, I don't want to, we're not going to get political on this, uh, but, and we want this to be a, we want the show to be an escape from reality, but I feel it would be remiss to not at least address the situation in the state of the Union uh, that is practically on fire right now. But uh, it's because sucks. of Trump, by the way, because of Donald Trump. Just yes, go on, go on. <laughs> so much for not getting political, but yes, I, I do agree. I had fuck to listen. To, I had to listen to eight years of. This is the reason, this is going to be the reason he's doing, Obama's doing this so that he can uh, install martial law. Obama's doing this so he can put martial law. Obama's doing this so he can have our military against the American people. Where's the, never happened. No, but it's happening now. Happening now. And you got the military in the streets. That's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The only message I have for all my... And I'm, I'm, I mean, you all know we don't, we try to avoid politics, even though we crack jokes and whatnot. But uh, Eugene's more the Democrat, obviously. I'm, I'm the libertarian anarchist. I, I, I hate them all. So, um, my, for my Second Amendment gun nutters that are stockpiling weapons to fight the government, now's your time. I mean, they're in the streets telling you when you can go to bed. Uh, what are you waiting yeah, but they're, on? The, the, those very same people are the ones that support this. So they're I, idiots. I I know, and I I just my message to them is: in your fictional, fantastic fan fantasy uprising against the government, who who do you think you're going to be shooting at? Who do you think's going to be shooting back? I I swear they think they're just loading up the pickup truck with all their boys and they're going to go into Washington and shoot them fat ass politicians. No, you're going to be shooting cops and National Guard and military. So actually, the the difference is they'll be shooting you or both. And, <laughs> you're not and shooting any. Yeah, it's it's nonsense anyway because you'll be drone striked before you even know you're in a fight. Yeah, you get your little AK or your little AR-15s or whatever, and they're they're idiots. <laughs> I'll just say this: here's my two cents. Vote for Joe Biden this November. I don't give a shit if you don't like the guy or not. You can cut this out if you want. I don't give a shit. I'm, oh, I'm no, hot. I, I'm not. I'm not. Get it out. But I don't want an angry shit today. And I knew this is going to make yeah. everybody you angry. And everything's going to be angry. I was angry. already angry. I'm already here. Here's the, here's the deal. Nobody can be as bad as Trump. So even if you don't like Joe Biden, 
Vote for him. I don't think... At least he's something normal. I... <laughs> you know what? That's that's a fair argument, I guess. I, I, I'll disagree with the part that nobody can be as bad as Trump. Yes, somebody uh, yeah, can be I worse. guess, yeah, somebody Is it could. Joe yes. Biden? No. That is the most vanilla, plain, white, translucent piece of paper that's blank and empty that you could possibly yeah. have. And it's worlds better than what we got. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the reason that we have what we got. This yeah. back and forth, well, it's better than the other guy. Yeah, that's why we're we're at this stage in my opinion. Yeah. But well, for what it's worth, I mean, I I think that Barack Obama was a great president. He had some issues, but he was he was a great president and now we've got the worst. The worst. Well, I was so. I'm for impeaching Donald Trump, and I was for impeaching uh, Obama, and I was for impeaching Bush, and uh, that's just the way my little libertarian anarchist heart goes. Mm. Fuck them all <laughs> in the ass. Um, especially this one. Especially this oh, one. Oh, but this is it's all been mounting to this. This is the what happens when Bush swings that pendulum uh, out you, to yep. the right, then. Obama says, oh, oh, the left says, we can do that. Okay. And then it goes a little further out left. And now it's straight fascism military in the streets. But uh, I wonder what's going to happen. I mean, it, I, I'm just curious what, how, how the left could even come back swinging as far as, oh, we're going to be even more crazy. Like, because Joe Biden isn't like hard, hardcore, like, uh, well, I got the answer to that question. They're not going to win. So. Just buckling uh, for another four years. But we you shall disagree see in because you think that um, we look at this stuff and we're like, well, clearly, you know, any sane person, this is nuts. We got to go the other way. You should see my Facebook feed. They love this shit. They love it. They love everything he's doing. They are buckled down. You, th- you think, oh, this is the thing that's going to turn them Trump supporters around. No, it's not. No, it's not. They adore everything that's happening right now. And everything that's happening right now, they blame on Obama. They do. They do not. They, they they're all conspiracy theories. The George Floyd dying, I literally read a thread, and everybody was commenting on uh, both of our parents agreeing on it that yep, this was clearly a staged event by extreme leftists to make Trump look bad. They literally, the extreme left, killed a man just to make him look bad. And they were like, yep, yep, that's what happened. There is nothing, Eugene. Yeah, I, you and I are common sensey. So we say this is the thing that's going to turn them around. No, it's not. No, it's not. My only, my only hope is that, um, for what it's worth, Hillary, Hillary Clinton, she lost the electoral college, but not by much. She was very much disliked. I don't think that Joe Biden is that disliked. So well, I'm, he's a man. Huh? He's a man, so he definitely has a better chance than Hillary. Yes, yeah. So we'll we'll see. Although I I would not put it past Trump to uh, rig the election somehow. I mean, or or who can whatever. tell? Who can tell? The whole the whole <sighs> they're burning down all the wrong buildings, man. All the wrong buildings. And you think I uh, mm, I even hesitate saying this, but it's been a hell of a night, and I'm I'm fired up, but. Uh, you think I'm shedding tears when I see cop cars on fire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's that's oh yeah I I I, sh- I should have just stayed off of Facebook this morning because I just I clicked on it and I'm just in a bad mood because of it. Yeah, I'm just like, how can people be that idiotic? How can they be that? St- 
whatever. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I don't get it. I it because, don't get it. I, the only thing that I can come up with is that the right and the, uh, you know, the, the conservative group and the, and the gun people, they, they think that when they, are, they need their guns to rise up against the government, they, they, in their mind, they're thinking evil liberal Democrats and that we're going to drive all Democrats out of the country or something, or we're going to fight the Democrats. And that's called fascism, people. When you, when you just, one side, we're just going to eliminate, um, but they cur- don't curfews. Get- Police patrolling the streets, uh, National Guard on the streets. Papers, please. Ring a bell. Does that yeah. sound like anything? That that's called fascism. You might not like what they are, and you might disagree with them. Guess what? You need to go beat them in, uh, in Congress, not, not with violence. It, it's. But they're the ones. They're the ones doing the violence, the looting, and the oh, Judas. Back and forth, and back. yeah, I know. Stupid. I, the thing is, if there would if there would be no rioting, if even if there would be no protesting, there would be something. There would be something else going on that the conservatives would be like, "Yeah, but they're doing this, so it justifies this." And it was, yeah, one of the better tweets I saw. It's amazing how they went from forcing me to wear a mask as tyranny to it's okay. The military is in the streets making everybody yeah. go to bed in a week. In a week. That's and, fine. And how, That's fine. Don't you think a Trump supporter sees that? I, 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 it's, it's no, boggling. Eugene, yeah, yeah. Right now, that look on your face, you're going, see, don't they, I, don't they see that and, and see that that's wrong? No, they don't. They do not. They see that I, and they, and they see it as the Democrats fault. <laughs> That's, you can laugh, but I'm telling you the truth and I've heard it from their mouths. That's exactly what they think. And I'm wow. the one sitting here in the middle going, I hate you all. <laughs> Let's burn it all to the ground. <laughs> oh, my Lord. If there would be an easy way for me to just pack... I'm, I'm being totally serious here. I I would move out of this country. I hate the direction this country is going. It's awful. I, it's awful. I, Canada. I, Canada. Hey, that's my homeland. I bet I can get in. I mean, I'll put, awful. I'll, put, I'll write a letter for you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll see. I'm, I am still optimistic for enough votes to get him out. It's not going to be easy, but we'll see. Uh, because old, racist, grouchy white people, they all vote. Yeah. So. And uh, the poor, the poor young flood the streets and set shit on fire. I, I don't know what to yeah. tell you. They, they. Yeah. I, and I just cannot believe, like last election, I could not believe they put Hillary up and this election, I cannot believe that they put Biden up. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah, I'm voting for him. I, happily, happily. I understand. And that's fine. And, you know, if he wins, I'll, I'll be surprised and I'll be happy. But I can't I, I don't know that I can vote for him. Uh, I have done way too much. Um, is it fair to say that I've spent a little more time in the political realm than you have? Because you didn't get involved until just a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, it, it for me, it didn't really hit until I think. Bush's second term. Yeah. It's when I'm like, huh, because my whole life it was, it was liberals are evil and Republicans are God. Well, I definitely was raised that way as well, but I've been studying politics since I was a teenager. So, and I wasn't, I was just like, well, my, my mom and dad are always right. So therefore I should vote the way they do. Well, they are very, 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 very wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, Correct. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I'm just saying that that's why I got burnt out is because I started holding the people I was voting for to the things that they promised yeah. and realized. Yeah. And so I, I, in my soul, I, I can't, I, I can't do it anymore. Uh, so you're throwing your vote away. You're the reason Trump won. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Put up a better candidate. Mm. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's. Then let the world burn. I, yeah, I'd rather see the world burn than lose my soul to voting for somebody like Trump. Oh yeah, me too. Well, I would never, never, ever. I mean, there is. Well, I, I hate to say that there would never be a a chance that I would vote for another Republican, but I, I mean, I there. It's totally not impossible. If yeah, you, if I know. Got a real it's not one impossible, there, but they're yeah, they don't have a chance because they don't bend down and suck the cock of all the big businesses. Yeah. Well, now that this has started off real and and George Floyd is probably (laughs) furious because he would never have wanted, from what I've heard, he was a very peaceful man and would never have wanted all this crap about him. But I I think it's very telling when people in other countries are holding protests because of him. That's, that's insane. Uh, That just tells you where we're at. God fearing, it, it, it just, it's infuriating that, God, God fearing, quote unquote, people are, it's not a big deal. I hate to say it's not a big deal, but in their little minds, it's almost not a big deal that a black man was killed. What is a big deal is all them rioters out there. That's the big deal. Oh, but they think it was staged. They don't think, Yeah. I mean, they, they think the left did it. <laughs> that is the most insane Crazy thing. I... Well, and the next, and if somebody ever brings that up to me in person, because I just saw that on social, but if anybody brings it up to me in person, my answer is going to be, well, uh, the president said 80% of the rioters were from out of state. So clearly those were white supremacist GOP Trump, yeah. Trump people, and they were brought in to make the protests look bad. No, 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 no. They pulled that back. They pulled that back. I've already seen it. I've already seen it. They they pulled that back. It was only 20%. It was only 20%. It's like, <laughs> okay. Okay, but still, those white supremacists were from the KKK, and they were brought in by the GOP to to make the rioters look bad. What? Where? where? Show me some evidence of that. And like, show me some evidence of what you, of the, your yeah. stupid ass conspiracy theory. And then all of a sudden the smoke pours out the air and they say, uh, yeah, but, abortion. But abortion. Abortion. But abortion. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes every time. Yeah. I, I just, I'm not abortion. taking, I'm not taking any of these stupid ass conspiracy theories anymore. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to come up with my own dumb ass conspiracy theory to combat it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like it, I just, I'll just walk away like I always do. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so dumb. Okay. We've ranted more than long enough on this. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace, George Floyd. I hope you're yeah. in a better place and, and. And fuck the guy that killed you, and fuck all the cops that were around them, and uh, fuck the fact that uh, the citizens that were around filming it Mm -hmm. were too afraid of their lives to go kick those cops' ass. In other countries, the citizens would go kick the cops' ass. I've seen it happen before. And there should be a Good Samaritan law somewhere in effect where, in situations like that, you can go kick a cop's ass and not get in trouble for it. But But the the French, they... uh... There, that's a country that they they do their protesting, and they, I mean, they get pissed. I love that. I mean, I've seen different. I don't want to say riots going on, but I mean, in Paris, there's been different things going on to where I'm like, they 
they take to the streets very quickly. Well. And I commend the non-neo-racist scumbags, the non, not them, for coming out and doing their thing. Yep. So. And if you have to... <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> All right. Just give me a second here. <laughs> Boys! Come here to the window. I, I told him, just when the dogs bark, let them in. They don't, they don't hear. Dog's out there freaking out. Let the dogs in, then both of you go upstairs. You're too loud. One day I'll have an, a new house, a newer house, and I'll have an area that is soundproofy or away from them or something. It's it's not like I ask much. I what, what 90 minutes a week, but apparently that's just too much. Yep. And people are like, why don't you sleep? Sleep more. Just why don't you sleep? <sighs> do, 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 do. So, are you ready to talk about some movies? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, real quick. Um, I have a correction for a movie that I had talked about uh, in in coming soon. This was actually the, our last the the podcast that was just released. It. I'm not sure which episode that was. Uh, but I talked about this movie, Jalo and Venice. Yes. <laughs> so I watched it. And uh, I talk about the the lead detective guy. He chomps on carrots. Well, I was mistaken. It's not carrots that he's chomping on. It's hard-boiled eggs. Many of them. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there is a... that was that, That's on me. That's on me. The carrot... <laughs> The, okay. the carrot flub up was on me. It was actually hard boiled. He offers them to people too in the movie, which I think is stupefyingly weird and random, and made me want to eat a hard boiled egg. <laughs> well, who doesn't shit? Yeah, I actually even made a, myself a note, like make sure to you know to correct the carrot hard boiled egg <laughs> the, flub up. The carrot fiasco. Yeah, for for all our listeners out there that are like, wait a minute, yeah, I I've seen Jalo in Venice ten times, and it's hard boiled eggs, not carrots. Might be a little early for a, a title, but the carrot fiasco might be it. <laughs> oh. oh, and I just, because I, 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 I finished that episode this morning, and that was at the very end. I'm like, oh, no, I got that way wrong. And the thing is, carrots, like, that's actually something that a detective might be chomping on, like trying to quit smoking, so chomping on carrots. But no, no, no. Out of his pockets, he's got his hard-boiled eggs. Ah, oh, that's he, weird. Kind of, Oh, it's weird. How many? I mean, a day? Oh, he eats he eats a nice amount of hard boiled eggs through that movie. <laughs> I mean, pretty much every scene with the with the detective in it doing his detective jolloy stuff, he's tossing a hard boiled egg up in the air like, yeah, here we go. It's a cigarette. It's a <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. So, all anyway. right. Well, duly noted. Thank you for being honest. Yep. Yep. I. Didn't want to be spreading the spreader of fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I went to see that carrot chomping movie and it was all full of hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Are you ready for the roulette? Let's do it. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And here's my kids rattling around and making breakfast and bang, bang, crash. I was just going to say I heard a ba-boom. And on this episode of The Roulette, it is White Tiger up against Sev... 
seven seven below. Uh, and I'm up first. White Tiger. When DE agent uh, Mike Ryan undertakes the huge task of avenging the brutal murder of his partner John John Grogan, he finds he must fight both sides: the murderer and his double-crossing police. Uh, starring Gary Daniels and Carrie Hiroyuki Tagaga. You know who that is. Trust me, you do know who that is. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they're one foot apart. Does good for my oh, soul to laugh. They're, they're sticking their tongues uh, out, making fun of each other. One's eating cereal. Be quiet. No talking until you go upstairs. <laughs> oh, by the way, that last episode, there was so much horking and coughing and clearing it. Yeah. <laughs> Me or mostly you or both? You. It's usually mostly you. I have to. I have to delete so much crap. Like, damn it, Eugene. Every time, but uh, both of us kind of. But still, it was like, oh, yeah. Cats, you see. Oh, and with me, it's allergies. You can probably even hear my voice is a little. <clears throat> yeah, a little shaky. White tiger. Okay, well, I'll catch us up a little bit in time because we've ran so long uh, venting there in the beginning, but. Uh, uh, this is everything that you would expect it to be in every capacity. Uh, what was this guy in? I want you to know who this uh, Asian actor is. This must be Japanese. He was in Mortal Kombat. He was Shang Tsung. Oh, I know yeah. exactly who you're talking about. He just he he can't not look he, evil. You're right. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, he's just a I great saw him villain. In two movies he's in awesome. one day. Because I watched this movie, and then I watched something else that I'll talk about later. Uh, I think. Wasn't he in that movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I saw him in two movies in one day. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, Gary Daniels is Gary Daniels. There's just not much to say about this. I mean, 1996, uh, this is exactly what you think it is. I'm totally entertaining all the way through. Uh, hour 33 smidge long but it's 90s it's what are you gonna do that's the way they were um <laughs> ah just I, that's it that's it it's it, there is nothing i can tell you about this movie that would be interesting or unique you you know this movie already it mom uh-huh. uh, we're rock climbing in the beginning and yeah buddy yeah and high five and i'm on we're on vacation together with your family and then Oh, we got called in for a special mission because we're cops, and gee, I wonder if his partner's gonna die. And then I gotta go avenge things, drug deals, and uh, yep, I was fine. I thumbs up, um, totally fine. You will absolutely enjoy it if you ever watch it. Uh, it's it's not okay. like a home run or anything, but it's it's not. Yeah, it's just it's, folly. As you have said, (laughs) as you have said, folly. Now I was going to say squarely, but folly. (laughs) As you have said, if I could have every roulette for the rest of the year be this level, I'd be perfectly happy. So, Mm -hmm. White Tiger. 
And so that means let's jump to Seven Below. <laughs> Speaking of the other end of the spectrum. Or the, yeah, whatever you want to... Um, nope. 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 Ving Rames, Val Kilmer, Luke... Uh, what is his name? Goss. They're all cashing a paycheck. One location. House. It's something about... Uh, this was background, uh, by the way. I After the first 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, this is... Zero budget amateur hour. Here we go. It's you, the entire budget was probably spent on Val Kilmer and Ving Rhames, who, I, I mean, I suppose do oh six million dollars. There is no way in a hell this budget was six million dollars. There's no way six sixty thousand maybe six million. Well, three um, to Val and three to Ving. I mean, yeah, or, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, uh, it's. Yeah, it's it time warpy something. No special effects because again, all the money went to the actors. Um, it's uh, Val Kilmer. Uh, he looked. I hate to say he looked weird, but it was like, ah, oh, man, he he just looked not like he does now. Like I actually think he looks probably almost better now than back when this movie was what? made. Have you seen him? Yeah. He lost... Uh, he's kind of overweight here. Uh, he... he. I, I guess maybe I'm used to skinny Val Kilmer or, you know, the... the you know, he had throat, throat cancer. Uh, he, I'm not sure if... Does he still? Uh, he got over it, but he can barely talk. Okay. Um. Uh, just, just a wreck of a movie. Just like... Me right now, just a wreck. <laughs> um, time warpy something, actors saying lines and no action. and It was better than Midnight, whatever. After, I, I cannot remember the name of that movie. After Midnight. After Midnight, there you go. The movie where no scenes were after midnight. Yeah, yeah. You're all in bed. <laughs> Uh, okay, next round. I'm, I'm, let's move on. I, I want to... Yeah. I don't know why I'm hustling this up. I'm just bored. Uh, <laughs> coming your way. 22 Bullets on Amazon Prime. A retired mobster goes on a revenge spree after being left for dead with 22 bullets in his body for, by his former childhood friend, starring Jean Reno. I, 117 minutes, so a little bit longer, but Jean Reno, revenge thing? I mean, shit, I might watch that here this week. Uh, for We Are Many, Eugene's Horror Pick of the Week, on Hoopla, a collection of horror shorts by the top, this is literally the description on Hoopla, a collection of horror shorts by the top horror directors, none listed, hour 25, <laughs> good luck, uh, debt, yeah. debt collectors, uh. a pair of debt collectors are thrust into an explosive, dangerous situation, chasing down various low lives while also evading, uh, Vengeful Kingpin, Hour 37, Scott Atkins. And this one, I saw some clips of this and it looked better, Scott Atkins. Okay. That's also on Hoopla. Okay, and coming your way first up is Coherence. This is a drama horror mystery. Strange things begin to happen when a group of friends gather for a dinner party on an evening when a comet is passing overhead. And, uh, 2013, this one here, I, I'm actually surprised at, at the drama horror, 
mystery, whatever. I thought this was more science fiction. Uh, but I actually have heard uh, that this is pretty good. Actually, the one-time co-host of Cinema Sidekicks thought this was a very good movie. Ty. Oh. So he actually wrote out, he was like, have you seen Coherence? I'm like, no. He's like, it's really good. So I, it was I, very random to me. This I'm like, oh, okay. Because I, I knew what, what movie he was talking about, but... Yeah, so there you go. Uh, next up, Empathy, Inc. Drama, horror, sci-fi, 2018. By the way, these are all on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, an investor in a virtual reality startup discovers that the reality the company provides isn't virtual. Dun, dun, dun. This might be black and white. It's brand new or it's a year or two old. Um... Yeah, I'm not sure. It, the the pictures on IMDb make it look to be black and white, and as we know, I not always watch the trailer. Sometimes I do. This time, this time I didn't. <laughs> uh, okay, and this last one here, I'm pretty sure this was one of Steve's favorite movies of the year. Uh, Fighting with my family. A former wrestler and his family make a living performing at small venues around the country while his kids dream of joining WWE. And uh, I believe that The Rock... Actually, I think there's a lot of wrestlers. Oh, Nick Frost is in this. Lena... Had, oh, that's it. Again, I did... Yeah, I've, I've watched the trailer for this movie. Before, <laughs> but this before one here, you suggested it. Okay, this one here i actually been wanting to watch with my wife because even though she hates wrestling, this feels like one that we would probably like so there you go i tried to give you some sort of a some sort of a spread spread kind of yeah that fighting with my family i that that looked good i I remember watching the trailer when it came out uh i will take coherence oh cool that a shot see if see if ty knows what he's talking about or not and i mean it was i like i remember like was it the last time when he was over at my place? He just said, have you seen Coherence? And it was just a random, like, I wasn't expecting, of all movies, have you seen that movie? I'm like, oh, okay. So, let's see if it's anything. We'll see. And for you? Um, oh, I almost, you almost had me sold on Scott Atkins, but that anthology type thing every time probably every, every probably i know time. probably won't be good but let's let's give it a try it might be right <laughs> yeah that's why what's it called again for we are many for we are many yeah okay. it, i'm sure it's good that's why you've heard of it horror guy uh yeah but it's oh i mean the neighbors dude just <sighs> pack of it's pack, just pack. it's it's like it's a it's a Really slow racetrack outside where they, they, it's like they're driving back and forth. Like, did they just load their kids up in this drive back and forth? Uh, it's a parade. <sighs> yeah. Yes, it is. I, <laughs> a parade mm, of stupidity. Yeah. I, I, where are you going? Out to the mail. You know what happened? Anyway. They, they, they were driving out and the kid, one kid is like, I forgot my shoes, mama. Son yeah. of a bitch. Back to the house you yeah. go. And it's happened to me too, but it just, it's, it's now happened to two different houses where the, like, vehicle left and immediately came back. I'm like, what are you, you're, you're fucking with me. I, they are. I just, <laughs> I hate that you're in your office as oh. much as you hate that I have kids and dogs. <laughs> oh, here comes a guy with, oh, the mower. Oh, great. Where are you going, mower? 
Probably. <laughs> oh, just making a lap. Out. Just making a lap. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, he is making a lap. <laughs> He's leaving. Oh, my gosh. What is... Yeah, wrong cul-de-sac there, buddy. Keep keep trucking. Okay, Next back to you. Next episode of the roulette, it will be uh, <laughs> coherence up against for we are many. Uh, oh, for the love of God, we've made it through the roulette. Let's get out of here. What, what oh, next? Just you want a rabbit trail? You want to talk about this top ten thing? I feel so no, distracted. Top... What's that? I said I feel so distracted by everything we've already talked about. I'm like, uh, do you want to? What do you want to do? <laughs> um, I mean, we can at least talk about. Are we just gonna like talk about a couple movies at a time, or do you want to like? Here's our top ten. How do they match up? Or I don't know. I I. You know, when I had this thought, I had thought of a whole bunch of movies that we agree on that everybody else hates. And I thought, we should make a top ten out of that. And then, since we've been discussing it, I can't remember any of those movies that I was thinking about. <laughs> I know one for sure. What? Which I, is we can throw- Alien 3. Alien 3 is one that... that uh, and maybe that's... I think that movie has kind of come around for a lot of people. But I've always liked it. Even the theatrical version that was... I mean, kind of a train wreck. I still really liked that movie. I've always liked that movie. Yeah. And I'm um, going to put Star Trek The Motion Picture on that list because... Uh, that was another it's one. It's at yep. the bottom of everybody else's list except for us. That's the kind of movie that I'm looking for. Something that's at the yeah. bottom of everybody else's list that you and I love. Yeah. Motion Picture for sure. That just continually is one of, if not the worst, Star Trek movie of all of them all. I'm like, mm, no... No. Now, with Alien 3, I will, I mean, I firmly say Alien and Aliens is better than Alien 3, but it, especially in the producer's version or whatever, the extended cut, it is, it's a worthy, very worthy Alien sequel. Well, and a lot of people say it's a shit show. Like, they say it's absolutely terrible. And I'm like, no, it's fine. You're just mad they killed Newt. You gotta get over it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but that was the most interesting way to take that. Uh, the only other way to take it would have been just fan service out the ass. Oh, now they've slept in hyper chambers for 50 years, and now Newt is uh, a teenager, and they fight aliens together. Yeah. Eh. You know, it, it. Fincher went and did what Fincher does, which is he punches you right in the gut. Yep. So I agree. Like Now, there, we both brought a movie. It ends up on the list. Every time we think of one of these movies, I want it to go on the list. And then eventually when we have like, I don't know, 25 of them, then we start debating it down to 10. And then we start putting the 10 in order. That's kind of what I had in mind. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Every time we think of one, we need to add it to the list. So maybe this won't be so much as a segment, just as a more like a drop in. Oh, hey, I thought of another one. That kind of thing. Okay. And then, and there was one that I had actually thought of the other day, and I'm like, oh, I have to make sure I write that down, which I uh, proceeded to not write down. And I'm not, I'm not kidding you, dude. The other day, when I thought of this, I had 15 of them in my head, and and now they're just poof gone. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and and th- there is a difference, like especially you can just tell, like Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Alien 3, like, these are bigger budget things, like, so I'm not talking about, like, hey, this Roger Corman movie that everyone seems to hate, or, you know, like, this Jim Wynorski movie, it, no, I, I get it. <laughs> well, I even thought of, like, Ink, but Ink isn't a hated movie, it's just an unheard of movie, it's a yeah. little low budget movie nobody's ever heard of. 
it's a hidden gem gem in the rough but i think i think we're on the same page i think i think you got yep. the idea of what i'm talking about here oh i'm just looking at my wall of movies trying to think of more <laughs> i don't know yeah, this is, like I said, this is going to be an ongoing thing. It's not going to be something that we just figure out overnight. Yeah, and, like, do we go, I don't know, Do how far do we go as far as, like, even newer stuff like uh, BVS? Um, there are people coming around on that. Man of Steel, uh, Man of Steel is, maybe, I don't know, like. Yeah, but that, it has a follow-up, it, like. I know, it's not like it's like, oh, most people don't like that movie. Yeah. BVS, though, that's borderline, but I, it's also a movie where I recognize its faults and I'm not really one to go to bat for it, you know? Like, I enjoy it, but I'm, I'm not... I know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Alien 3 uh, and Star Trek, I would go to bat for those movies, both of those movies. Agreed. Agreed. Same here. Alien 3 a little yeah, less I... so, but motion picture, man, don't even, don't even come at me. I'll... Uh-huh. But even like the black hole, here's a, the black, black hole is... on the list. Because <laughs> personally, I think that that one holds its own with all of the other big budget seventies uh, science fiction movies that were coming out in the wake of Star Wars. Uh, what about Hudson Hawk? I need to get. I like that movie, but I have not watched that movie in so long. Okay, I'm... but I did. I, that movie was. Hated. Oh, it still is. I recommended it. I, I had it on my top comedies something list, and um, <clears throat> a buddy went and watched it and was like, nope, nope, and just went on a tirade listing all the things he hated about it. And I quoted him, I said, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recognize all those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll put Hudson Hawk in uh, pending. Okay. Until you rewatch it. And I'm kind of, I feel like there was like either a Mickey Rourke movie or something that maybe it was just, it just really bombed and, and I'm like, that should have been better than, like, that was better than, uh, it, that it's been given credit for. Hmm. Damn it. We come <laughs> playing, folks. Uh... All right. Well, hey, uh, we've got four on the list. Three and a half. That's not bad. Yeah. We're getting started. Uh, let's move on to recently watched because this is. I think we're good here. Well, if we think of any more uh, during the show, we'll throw them on there. Judas, uh, where's my list? Where to begin? Oh, let's go on an X Men tear since I have the first, <laughs> the first round. Let's talk about some X Men. Uh, so we made a deal, uh, and so I watched X Men three, and then my wife said. We should watch all the X-Men's with the boys. And so then I watched X-Men 1. And then the next night we watched X-Men 2. And then the next night we watched X-Men 3. And then the next night we watched X-Men Origins Wolverine. And then the next night we watched X-Men First Class. And then the next night we watched the Wolverine. And that's where we're at right now. And oh, <laughs> I'm tired just hearing that. <laughs> it's been okay. I've been enjoying it. The biggest problem is that uh, after X-Men, or, well... For all of them, the boys roll around and they're bored and they're da -da -da because I'm a YouTube generation. This is more than five minutes long and it's not about Minecraft, so I can't pay attention. Oh, and then once the action starts, then they start paying attention and they go, oh, who's that? 
Who's that? What's going on? Who's that guy? Mmm, just makes me want to throttle him. I just... Oh, makes me crazy. The, uh, both of them. Uh, just both, especially Holden, though. He lays on the couch sometimes, and his sister, his older sister did this, and I just could not figure it out. We'd be watching a movie, and they would lay on the couch backwards and stare at me. Like, the, they're back oh. to the TV and would just stare at me. And I'm like, what are you looking at? Like, turn around and watch the movie. And then it's, ah, <laughs> oh, who's that? What's going on? I don't understand. And Holden, though, he does it from the very second the movie starts. It's like, credits are done. And then First character walks into screen. Who's that? Is that the bad guy? Is that the good guy? What's going on? I don't understand. And while he's talking, the person is explaining what they're there to do to the other person. You know, da, 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 the story. And now I've got to tell him what that guy just said 30 seconds ago. And then a new guy walks into the frame. Could be a background character in a bar. Who's that guy? Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we the, we spend the majority of these movies going, stop talking. Just watch the movie. If you listen, you'll understand it. Then they get upset that we're raising our voice. So he hides his face under a blanket or turns his back to the TV and looks at me again. Oh, I'm frustrated just hearing this. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six movies, and we're not done. We've got it. We've got three or four more to go. <laughs> Probably one tonight. Uh, aren't you? So okay, which one are you? So you're on the Kevin Bacon one or the? No, that was First Class. The we okay, finished. That up. was a good movie. I haven't or got. I haven't got not. to my reviews of these movies yet. Uh, we okay. finished the, I, the Wolverine was the last one that we finished. That was the second solo one where he goes to Japan. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah. I, yep. I, I have not watched the X-Men movies in a long time. Uh, okay. So X-Men one is still pretty high up. Maybe my favorite of the original kind of trilogy. X-Men yeah. two, um, is still really good, but I started to feel like they underused Scott. I've, ex- I've said this before. He should be the leader of the X-Men, and he's gone for most of that movie. X-Men 3 is the least of those three movies, but don't worry. You'll get to hear all my thoughts of that on that coming commentary. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. And I'm watching these in order of when they were released. Mm-hmm. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Now, this would be technically, I guess, four part four of the X-Men world. This one grabbed my kids. And this one is widely heralded as by far the worst of the X-Men. I have not thought it's the worst of the X-Men movies. I, st- I, I still think X-Men 3 is... is I, I just... There's more to be entertained by in this movie. There's... there's It just se- feels like it has a lower budget. Uh, but this is where we get to see Wolverine get his adamantium. And this is where the movies start to become more PG-13 than they even previously were. And my boys were horrified by that scene. This is the only mm. one of all the X-Men movies that they were pretty much paying rapt attention the entire time. And staying no quiet. No, no, that's surprising me. Like, that's surprising me. <laughs> that surprises me. <laughs> <laughs> like, as you're speaking, it, I'm like, whoa, holy shit! Whoa! Whoa, say more! <laughs> 
it surprised me as well. But you know, I I've, I never was a big hater of that movie the way everybody else was. Does it have its problems? Sure, of course it does. And is Deadpool dumb in the end? Of course he is. Oh. It's ridiculous. But we take care of that in Deadpool too. <laughs> yes, we do wonderfully. Uh, uh, but. It's still cool to see an origin movie for Wolverine, and you know, Wolverine is all the kids' favorite character, and yada yada, so it it was fine. And so then from there, we got to move on to X-Men First Class, where automatically I'm just dreading this, because I've watched this movie three, four, or five times now. You've watched it maybe once or twice? I think twice. Once in the theater, and then once on Blu-ray. For me, it's... Every every viewing, it kind of goes down for me. And... This viewing was not much different. It has a couple of really great scenes. I just posted one this morning on my Facebook. I saw that. And that scene is fantastic. It's the bar scene where Magneto's in Argentina. Fantastic. I because love I so that scene. desperately wanted to post something political on Facebook, but I was like, nope. I'm not getting nope. I'm not getting dragged into this fight and I'm not going to with my family with the and the uh white supremacists that I live around in this county. Not, my family is not that, but I'm just saying, oh, so, so angry. So angry this week. I had... Oh, I'm furious. Twitter, and your your Twitter's beloved Amish. That bullshit. That's bullshit. And yes, cause it they're is bullshit. Because yep. guess what? They're on Facebook going, oh, Minneapolis, you had your chance. And, and, oh, you blew it. It's just so sad. It's so sad. And all the comments, I agree, I agree, I agree. And you know who these comments are from? People who use the N-word every time I'm, I've ever been around them. So yeah. I don't give a yes. shit what you think. Anyway, Racist. so I was not getting dragged into that fight because I'm bound and determined to post positive stuff on Facebook. And so I just posted that scene as, ah, what was your family's name? They didn't have a name. It was taken from them by pig farmers and tailors. Yeah, underlying message, you're all complicit, you fucking Nazis. Uh-huh. Amen. You'll get yours one day. Anyway, X-Men First Class. Overall, I, this might be the bottom of the of the X-verse for me. No shit, really? I, it's still a good movie, and it just... Uh, it It's just so obvious. I don't know. It's is that uh, is Peter Dinklage in one of these? Uh, that's Days of Future Past, and that's the next one okay. that we have coming up. Okay. Uh, but first class, uh, you know, Beast finally becomes Beast, and it, uh, no offense to the makeup people that that did the Beast makeup in first class, but it isn't nearly as good as it was for in X Men Three. Uh, what's his name? I don't know. The adult Beast. It was so much better in X-Men 3, but in X-Men First Class, it just it just looks goofy and weird and like you put on a costume from a, a store you bought. I, it, I don't know. I just don't like it. And it, it's, eh, maybe that's just me. And even when they're getting the kids together and they're showing off their powers and like, isn't this cool? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not really, not really digging it. And then that just shows how long I've seen. I, it's been so long since I've watched the X Men movies. And there's so many things in there that don't make sense. Like they're showing off their powers, and the the men in black come by and like, why are you doing that? What's wrong with you? I'm so. And then uh, Charles is, I'm so ashamed of you. You could do better. It's like, what the fuck, man? 
they were just fucking around. It's not like they started a war or set a building on fire or, you know, they didn't do anything crazy. They just were playing around. Ooh, they bust the fish tank. Oh my God. The end of the... Yeah. (laughs) Was that James McAvoy at this point? Yes. And another thing, annoying with him, every single time that he goes to use his power... Every time, those fingers got to go to his head to to use his power. When he makes his... I like James McAvoy a lot, but every time, those... Whole movie. Fingers to head, fingers to head, fingers yeah. to head. It's, it's annoying. I, I just... Eh, no, thank you. I'll take I'll take Origins Wolverine over that, personally. But uh, uh, then the next one we watched was The Wolverine, and... Again, well, even with first class, they step up the sexuality, so it's getting a little awkward with the kids. And there's that, uh-huh. they drop their first F-bomb. Um, then we go to uh, the Wolverine, and Logan's, now he's just swearing like crazy. <laughs> Shit this, asshole that, there's a couple F-bombs in there. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, it is what it is, but it, I don't have a problem with it, but, you know, I'm watching with the kids. And that one kind of gets a little gory. Uh, especially the scene where he has to do the self-surgery and he's reaching into his body. And, oh, oh, yeah. Damn, it is gross. Uh, and then, you know, the they drill into his bone claws at, at the end. And, uh, it's it's a good movie. It's a good follow-up. I, I enjoy that movie. It's better than uh, the last couple. It's better than the last three. So next up, we have Days of Future Past. And I'm looking forward to it, but I'm going to watch the Rogue Cut this time. And it's going to be the longer cut, and it's going to be with the kids, so God help us all. But And there's oh, going to be time travel, so what's going on? Why is this? Oh, fuck's sake. I'm not kidding. We spend, <laughs> I spend the first half of the movie yelling at the kids, and then my wife finally spends the second half yelling at them because she's finally had enough. She's like, why are you so freaking out? It's like, I'm not being a freak that I want them to sit still like they have to be silent at a movie theater, but... The dude literally just said, I'm here to blah, blah, blah. And Holden goes, why is he here? He just fucking, just listen. <laughs> but it's, oh. it's, he has my wife's ADD, man. He, he just does. It's not about Minecraft or roadblocks. So I'm looking at the ceiling till somebody's getting killed. Yep. For, for. For us, Hudson is the one that flops all over the couch and just... That's what Corbin does. He's the one rolling yeah. around and playing with the dog and tearing around and it's like... Yep. Playing with the cats, yep, rolling around and and then, yeah, then gets, you know... Then usually as he's flopping around, he accidentally kicks or hits Lucas, which that pisses Lucas off. And then Hudson gets offended and... Yep. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to know? <laughs> Okay, on my end. Uh, <laughs> um, so you did a marathon of X-Men, and I did a marathon of David Decotier movies. Um, or David Dakota, whatever you want to... I'm scared I'm, to even uh, ask. After that last oh. episode, it's going to be... Oh, oh, it's... How many have I watched now? Um, okay, well, I'm just going to go down through the list here. Starting with Murder Weapon. Oh, I started out strong. Oh, yeah, that looked good. Um... That's the uh, Linnea Quigley and uh, Eric Freeman, aka Ricky. Yep. Movie. <laughs> this is great. This this was a this is a shit movie, but it's one of those enjoyable shit movies. Um, everybody takes their clothes off as two hot women in this house, and a whole bunch of dudes show up 
ex-boyfriend, just random reasons why all these dudes are showing up. Buff dudes, uh, especially Ricky, which in re- like that guy is legit and he still is like just ripped to hell. And he's now, I would guess he's got to be pushing 60. Good shape. But back then, this is in the Ricky era. Um, so yeah, they show up and they drink and they screw. And uh, there's flashbacks to these women in prison. And they were doing interviews because they were connected with the mob for reasons. Just reasons. Everything is random in this movie. And then a killer starts killing off the guys in the house. And I mean, the shit is legit gory. Like, you're not expecting it because the movie is so low rent. And like, soft core Skinamax late night blah. And it's still interesting. Like, the acting is so bad. This is one of those so bad it's good movies. You're like, even if it wouldn't be for the gore... You're, I'm along for the ride. And then the gore happens and I'm like, holy shit. Like all the budget went for that scene. Wow. But it's awful and lousy in the best way possible. It's one of those, it's a fun drinking movie. So that's a Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. On the same disc is Deadly Embrace. This is with uh, the guy from Airwolf. Uh, John Michael Vincent. You had the. How dare you have to look up John Michael? I know, I know. Um, Jan and of course, <laughs> yeah. And of course, Linia Quigley. Um, uh, What's it called? Adult uh, Deadly Embrace. It's adultery stuff. Um, lots of sex. Oh my lord! Lots of sex in this thing. Um, just yeah, just adultery and. Michael Vincent's, he's a scumbag and trying to get his wife killed for reasons and she's kind of a, voy- a voyeur um, and she's just humping the shit out of the pool guy. <laughs> I, oh man, they just, it's like, good grief, okay. And he's of course just this buff, buff dude. What's his name? Um, let's see, Jack. Not Jack Carter, um, because I, he looked awfully familiar. He looks very much like the guy in Creepazoids, which I watched this morning. Um, Ken Abraham, is that him? Um, I, well, damn it, I can't find him. Anyway, um, okay, so that was, oh, what did I, it wasn't very good. Um, next up, and the David Decodier, um, Thrillathon. Ooh, now we go back to a good one. Well, I use that term very loosely. Slime or sorority babes in the slime ball bolorama. Have you seen this? Uh, no, but I know what you're talking about. You talked about it before. Okay, this is a full moon movie. Um, yeah, that's Linia what puts Quibley's me off. In it. It. I see yeah. the slime babes in the cover, and I'm like, oh, and then it says uh, that label. Full, I'm like, eh. yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> the, oh man. These uh, bad actors, surprise, surprise, they go to this bowling alley late at night and um, they, one of them drops this trophy, which which unleashes this imp, this genie thing, this little rubber doll or little rubber troll-like looking thing. And, and he, <laughs> yeah, they, they got the, I, I don't know if it's racisty or not. I, they just, they got this like. Oh boy, here it the, comes. Uh, just this thick black dude accent to this little imp thing. And I'm like, it's so weird and random. I'm like, 
just this little jive talking dude, the little thing, rubber thing. Uh, it's, ah, uh, and if you're expecting gore, it's not there, but plenty of nudity. Oh, and so this little imp thing gives them all of their wishes. All their wishes come true. So one guy, of course, starts screwing some, eh, screwing, screwing, screwing. Uh, bad guys show up, I think. Linnea Quigley is a thief in there for reasons. It's probably the fourth time I've seen that movie. (laughs) Um, God, I watched, I watched these movies way, way too much. Yeah, agreed. We know. Um, We tell you. uh, And you're like, eh. I know, but the the titles and the humanoids from the deep, though. Yeah. Oh, that movie's sweet. Um, Okay, Nightmare Sisters, next up on the David Decodier list of movies. Three geeky college girls who can't get a date, organize a seance, and become sex-starved vamps. Starring? Linnea Quigley. (laughs) (laughs) Brink Stevens is in this one. Um, This is straight-up comedy. I mean, there's virtually no gore in this thing. Um, it's, It's set in a house, and... Nothing. It's nothing. Um, yet it's worlds better than nightmare monster creature thing from whatever that we watched. Midnight. N- midnight. After midnight. After midnight. I actively don't want to remember that title. <laughs> uh, but Nightmare Sisters, yeah, so t- t- reasons in a house and college kids come over and they start screwing, of course. And oh, this is the one with a, an extended, an extended bathtub scene with the three main ladies, where they're just giving each other a bubble bath, like a long, hot bubble bath. It goes on and on to the point where I'm like, okay, now I'm literally bored seeing all of this nudity. Like, I get it. Your your backs are clean, baby. <laughs> so anyway, it it was virtually nothing. Now we end we end the David Decodier marathon with a good one, a real good one. Creepazoids. I love this movie. It, I, this is great. This is great. Bad. Like it's like you hit the runtime. It's seventy two minutes. I'm like, okay, here we go. That's more like it. Uh, the like the first five minutes are are opening credits. You know the drill. Like and then like slow end credits. Like this is about an hour long. It's, it's right around an hour. Um, Linnea Quigley's in this one. <laughs> she gets naked. No way. Shut <laughs> yeah. up. She does not. Oh, oh, and she gets her. She gets a good hose down from the from the guy um, who looks suspiciously like the the pool cleaning guy from Deadly Embrace. It they might be one and the same. I'm not sure, and I I don't have the patience to look it up, but. Um, it's an alien ripoff, something about a warehouse, um, and puppet, rat puppets are running around, and a creature, the rubber creature, and, um, the highlight of this one is the very end when you think the creature's dead, and out of its, I think, out, I think out of its head pops this little baby alien, and, you know, umbilical cord and everything, and it was pretty good, too, like, I'm like, ah, it's, it's for for a zero budget, that's pretty good special effects right there. Uh, most of the blood, for some reason, in this movie is black, which adds to... I don't know, it adds to it somehow. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's Creepazoids for you. Great movie. Great movie. I mean, 
You know the drill. <laughs> uh, so like I'm just I'm just like drenched in David Decodier now. I need I I'm I'm all good now. Yeah, all done with David Decodier movies for a bit. I, I feel like I should throw you a tenor and tell you to go clean yourself off. Oh yeah, it's oh boy. I mean, there is. It's kind of like it's his movies are almost like a Danny Steinman movie, but just less Who? less of a budget. Oh, Danny Steinman, you know, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five and Street, st- something Street with uh, Linda Blair and Linnea Quigley's in that one. <laughs> I love how, how um, you're like, you know, the renowned director Danny Steinman, and then proceed to name one. Point five movies. <laughs> oh, he used to direct porn, <laughs> and I think so did so did David Dakota. It's this. This is all. Everything comes full circle. This is literally the circle of life right here. Oh, and of course, and to add to that, was it? Oh no, 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 no. That was last night's movie. That was uh, Galaxy of uh, yeah, Galaxy of Terror that Jim Wynorski wrote again. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean it was just. I, a, I was in a couple months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I was in a sh- just shit mood, and I'm like something, something Roger Corman. I was gonna hit play on 2001 and Space Odyssey. I'm like, nah, too heavy. I'm pissed. Give me aliens in rubber suits and Jim Minorsky done. <sighs> so anyway, but back to the yeah. So the Danny Steinman reference was like. There is, I got nothing. <laughs> it's I got, reference no, I got to Danny nothing. Steinman. That's all there was. <laughs> that references nothing. Uh, uh, anything else? I the, nope. That's that's. I've spent way too much time. <laughs> no, you did. No, you're good. Uh, I was looking forward to talking about those two. I just because I'm like, <laughs> I have. That's you know, I've done a lot of little marathons, but I have never done a David Decodier marathon, and like it is time to. Time to hop on that train. And he's, all oh, his filmography is, it's vast. Uh, with <laughs> not much you want to see, but I got him. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll do a quick double header here, and then I'll throw it back to you. This will probably be last round, I'd guess. Uh, next up, movie I was forced to rewatch by you because you wouldn't stop bragging about how awesome it was. So fine, I'll go watch Days of Thunder again. Uh, Days of Thunder. I I think I kind of feel about this movie the way that you feel about Top Gun. And, and you love it. You recognize that it's stupid, but you love it. And all of its cruisiness. And this is just next level cruisiness. And, oh, so quotable. And the hairstyles. And the... Just the NASCAR of it all, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, and it's so aggressive and mean and angry and, and pissy and bully and... Oh, it's awesome. It's terrible, <laughs> but it's awesome. Oh, I was looking for more quotes here. I just couldn't find any that are... Oh. At one point, they're racing wheelchairs because re- because they have to race. Oh. They have- <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh man! Oh, I gotta say, I laughed a lot during this movie, and that's the way I've always watched it. It's laughing. Uh, some of it's genuinely okay. 
some of the scenes are very in- are actually kind of inspired, like the the setup of uh, the cop hooker and then the doctor who isn't the hooker, and that that's really funny. It's also really stupid because are you a moron? Like I get it, you were fool me once, ha ha ha, but at the same time, come on, man. Oh, he's just like flopping his dick out, like. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he's he's still at the young cruise stage where he's all grins and floppy hair and oh uh, oh big grins. I mean there is it toothy grins. <laughs> it's just it's a cringe factory. So, yeah. Days of Thunder remains as I always kind of felt about it. Uh-huh. It's it's a pretty good comedy. <laughs> oh, and the freeze frame on the end with them Chasing after each other, grab ass in each other, uh, kind of aren't they? Oh, it's like why? Dad, I'll I'll race you. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but Robert Duvall gives a great performance. Still, he he's the only like real performance in it. Maybe him and uh, uh, what's his name? Who's usually just doing comedy shit? Oh, um, I know. Yeah, uh, shit. I couldn't believe that that was him at first. I'm like, oh man, he's in this and he's young. Oh, what's his name? He, he was in Step Brothers. Yeah. And Wreck-It Ralph. All right. Nope, hold on, I got it. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Fred Thompson was that- in this. He was fine. Michael Rooker was good. Carrie Ellis was good. He was playing an asshole. Randy Quaid, before he lost his mind. <laughs> he was actually, he was good in that movie, by the way. Yep. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Still rocking that, that same hair that she had in the BMX Bandits. Yeesh. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I will never forget that one. Oh, you war- now that one there. You you warned me on that one. Yep. And I'm like, ah, or I'll just buy the Blu-ray. Dude, everybody in my groups talks about BMX Bandits as though it's like, yeah, that's one of those hidden gems. And no, that's that's no. why I went and watched it finally after years of hearing about it. I I popped it in. Oh no, I watched it uh, a VHS rip on uh, Shout Factory TV. Just just waiting for the aliens to show up at the end or for them to do some mad, crazy tricks or... Oh. Oh. Uh, okay, then uh, another thing popped up on Amazon Prime and I thought, you know, I really liked that as a kid. I thought, I'll, you know, I'll give that another chance. Let's see what that's about. Because we've talked about it before. We love movies where you the, the characters jump into TV and then they're on the TV show. Ha 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 ha. So I watched Stay Tuned from 1992. And it's about a husband and wife who are sucked into a hellish television set and have to survive a gauntlet of twisted versions of shows they find themselves in. Directed by Peter Himes. Uh, and I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Is it good? No, it's a weird, bad movie. But I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I was texting Eugene the whole time because I didn't remember any of the devilly satany stuff i just thought they got a magic tv and they got sucked in oh no it's some demon guy who comes peddling a tv and and john ritter's like okay sure and then it's just uh, call the 666 the movie because there are 666s and inverted crosses throughout the rest of the every channel they jump to there's a 666 somewhere and I was like, man, this is really Satan-y shit. And I'm surprised my mom let me rent this movie so many times. Uh, but I laughed both at the movie and with the movie. I 
laughed quite a bit, especially the scene where he jumps into the Three's company. That is one of the funniest fucking things I have seen in my life. That was hilarious. I was dying at that, but overall, when all is said and done, it kind of goes, you know, the way you expect that it's going to go. No major super surprises. But I did laugh a lot. So I'll give it credit for that. Um, That's about it to say for that. Stay tuned. I enjoyed it. Um, And I told Eugene that you will probably hate it, so don't watch it. Over to you. Okay. Last round. Um, So I got a double feature from Dark Forest Entertainment. Um, And it's a Kung Fu double feature. The only reason I got this Blu-ray was because I wanted Primal Rage, which is a uh, a baboon horror movie thing from the Italians from the 80s that I heard was kind of good. Umberto Lenzi wrote it, and I'm like, yeah! And it turned out to be shit. Not good. <laughs> Not good. That's the reason. But in order to get, like, to, to drop the price, if you buy them together, this is what Dark Force does when you... When you buy these, you know, two two packs, the price drops significantly. So I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, <clears throat> if I don't like, if I don't like uh, the kung fu thing, I'm sure I can trade it in or whatever. Well, it just so happens that the kung fu thing is the gem of the two pack, especially. And I wanted to text you about this. I'm like, no, 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 I'm gonna wait for the show, uh, especially for the second feature. So, so what? Hold on. <clears throat> Damn throat. <sighs> Fuck. Um, actually, damn cats. Um, mm. Wasn't much different before you had the cats. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> damn smokers. That's what it is. Yeah, damn smoker, yes. Um, <clears throat> I smoked so, a cigarette last night. That's how my evening went. Ooh. Just politics angry? No, I was actually good. <laughs> I was just having bevs with the neighbors and gave me this margarita thing that he had bought. And I was like, eh... It's nice. Why not? Okay, so I I wanted to text you this and see, like, have you ever seen this movie? But I'm like, no, no, no. Let's wait for the show because I may have found a Kung Fu movie that you have not seen. Maybe. Two of them, actually. Um, So on these Dark Force double feature discs, what they do, what he does, David DeFalco, he's the guy that runs this, this company, is he'll get... Cheaper movies, and then he'll he'll pair them up on one disc, and he does a drive-in feature. So you hit play all, and first movie starts, and then there's like 15 minutes of it's actually really cool, like of old movie trailers, and then you know get your ass to the concession stand before the next movie starts, and it's drive-in stuff. So it they're making reference to that you are at a drive-in theater, uh, and all of these movies they're they're HD, but it's taken from older film prints, so they're always scratchy and older. Uh, the best you can and get out of those is maybe a sixteen mil. Yeah, so. and and that's I'm actually fine with that. Like I act it it especially these it adds to the fun. So I watched them in the correct order on the disc, but if I would have known the quality of the one, I would have definitely saved that one for the last one. But I started with a movie called. Uh, Bruce's Ninja Secret. And it stars Bruce Lee, L-E. We, we all know that guy, right? Yeah, sure. Bruce, yeah. Bruce Lee. <laughs> uh, um, 
I, I mean, I did a search for it online and I could not find, I, I found one review and it was a good one. Um, so it's, I guess it's taken from two different movies. Um, have you watched, have you ever watched a Bruce Lee movie? Yeah, oh yeah, I have, I have a handful of them. I generally avoid them. Oh, this Bruce's here. Secret there, Kung Fu, 1988. That's the one. 1988. It's not 1988. It's it's early 70s. Um, there's one critic review, and that's the, actually the one I clicked on. I'm actually clicking on it right now. Cool Ass Cinema. And it's a long review, and I read the, it. The review is fascinating. Like, I read all of it because it kind of explains what this movie was all about. Bruce and the Shaolin Bronze Men was another version of this movie. Uh Bruce's Deadly Fingers. It's just a random hodgepodge. And it's so awesome. It's so great and awful. And oh, it's such a ripoff of Bruce Lee. Uh, the Secret Bruce... Ninja? Uh, I... a, vic- a victor of a millionaire's martial arts contest is about to begin the most dangerous mission of his life for his prize, the millionaire's ravishing daughter, Susan. Does that sound like it? No, 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 okay. no. I'm this still, is... I'm still, I'm still searching here. Okay. But if you click on, on IMDb, if you click on the external reviews, it's cool ass cinema is the site that does the review. And I love is... it. I love it when I hit back on the browser and it just sits there like a dumb shit. So then I hit back <laughs> again and then it goes back two pages. You fucking bitch. <laughs> um, I still, Bruce's ninja secret. Okay. Uh, I got, what is my, if you click on if you click on um, external reviews, there's one review, and it's it's a good one too. Well, I can't find it on IMDb. Hmm. I'm looking at it. Anyway, agree to my um, cookies before you go to my special page. Bruce Secret Kung Fu. Um, oh, just looking at the pictures, it makes me want to watch the movie again. Holy shit, this was fun. What happens when people are out of ideas and product to sell to the film markets? They put together pieces of several kung fu films with Bruce Lay and call it Bruce's Last Battle. Is that right? We see mm. Bruce killed by five Oh, yeah, yeah, Bruce's death. Last Battle. Yep, There's, yep. Bruce's Last Battle is another... But Bruce's Ninja Secret is the one that was on this disc. Um, and there's, a, there's several scenes where there's... Do we call them little people now? Yeah. Where he just kicks the ever-loving shit out of a whole bunch of little people. Um, uh, oh, this movie's so random. It's just, which it should be, it's a hodgepodge of other movies. But there is a through line, there's a plot to this act, to this movie in it. It's, it's wonderful. The dubbing is so atrocious in this. Uh, Bruce Le <laughs> is, uh, Oh, I, I, for some reason, I'm kind of remembering almost a cowboy-type voice. It's awful. The dubbing is awful. It was great. I mean, I, you're looking at it on IMDb. Yeah, I'm looking at... I mean, can I, how can I send you a link to this review? Because <clears throat> um, I want you to... Because the review has all the information that... You could send it right right through Skype here. You could send a message. Okay. Open conversation. I found a review on Google, but... There we go. Oh. That's not IMDb. I kept saying, you're looking at it on IMDb, and you kept saying yes, and that's not IMDb. 
Well, I mean, I clicked on the external reviews on IMDb that led me to coolasscinema.com. Um, I'm kind of... Go away. I'm kind of surprised you liked a movie that was cut together from all these different ones because I've seen that done many times before with um, uh, Bruce Bruce Lee, Bruce Lai, Bruce Lay. They they did that a whole bunch uh, and with many different movies. I, I can't, Have I seen this movie? I don't know. It's entirely possible I own the damn thing. Um, it is, yeah, it is. But I've always hated those mixed mixed together movies. Oh, damn, that one was fun. So, the son of Dick Wang. <laughs> it, it very well may be fun, but uh, I've... <clears throat> oh, I just... I hate it when they did... Oh, I'm just looking at pictures now. They got the Bruce Lee imitators up there with their glasses and flicking their nose, and I'm like... Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, he does the nose thing and his the, the big sunglasses. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. But anyway, then the second feature, which was a step up in quality, called Chinese Hercules. Oh, uh, I own more than one copy of Chinese Hercules, sir. That movie kicked ass. <laughs> now that's actually got the dude from um, Bolo, isn't it? Bolo Young. Yes, he's awesome. I, mean, I can't believe how huge he was back in the early 70s. <laughs> you have stepped into my realm, sir. Oh, man. Oh, I can't, with all I, your I was... Italian Vincenzos and whatever <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, I, did, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to spring a couple of kung fu movies on him that he's never heard of. No, no, not that one. I'm, oh, I'm, that gonna movie go, is I'm trying sweet. to find alternate titles for this. Uh, uh, see that? Oh, Bruce's Last Battle, 1982. Uh, you can tell by when I watched uh, the the Bruce's Ninja Secret. I mean, it looks old. It uh, looks... I'm sure it's older than that, but I mean, the the movie came out in '82. Bruce's Last Battle. So let's see if we can find that on IMDb. I hate that it gets so bitchy. Like, oh, you didn't put in an asterisk. I know. So you don't like those hodgepodge. I've seen I've seen more than a few of them, and and most of the time, eh, you can, it, the, the actual movies are usually better, and I don't mean the ones they're they're pulled together from. I just mean like there's so damn many of the old kung fu movies of that style where it wasn't put together that way. It's just it they had a director and actors, and they made a movie, and that was it. And even if it's shitty, it's still better than a lot of those. I still can't find anything on IMDb. Just Bruce's Secret Kung Fu, but that was 88. That's not 82. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to go see if I own this movie. That's next. <laughs> that's the next step. Oh, that would be great if you would. It's very oh, possible. I, I own a few of them. And the uh, the storyline is something about there's like this... These two... This coin that's broken in half or that something of this is broken in half and then... Bruce Lee's got one half, and then the other, someone else has the other half, and together they lead to this treasure from World War II, and the treasure turns turns out to be almost nothing, but it's, oh man, one scene of this, this guy eating ice cream, and these bullies come over and smear the ice cream all over him for reasons, and then Bruce Lee comes over and whips their ass, and oh, it's random. So random. Oh, a lot of those are. Uh, Bruce's last battle from 1988. That's that's what they're on on film AF. That's what they're calling it. 
And do you have it? Well, its alternate title is Bruce's Ninja Secret. So if we go to IMDb, Bruce's Secret... Wait, Secret Kung Fu? Bruce's Last Battle. <laughs> Fucking Kung Fu movies, man. This this is the... Oh, there's so many times, dude, where I've gone to buy a movie like, oh, I've never heard of that one. I bet it's good. And it's like, I own three copies of this damn movie already. They just keep changing the title. IMDb is empty. There's nothing. But yeah, they call it uh, Bruce's Ninja Secret, Bruce the Top Master, Bruce's Secret Kung Fu. Okay, so it is Bruce's Secret Kung Fu. Come on, IMDb. Get with get with the program. 1988. No, I don't think I own it. It's wonderful. But the only one listed here is the Dark Force Entertainment one that you're talking about. Yeah. So I would have to physically go look at my DVDs to see, and they're in the basement. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, it was a great time. Great. Uh, I'm double. surprised because of, of the cobbled together movies. Those would be the furthest down the list of things I'd recommend to you. When really? It comes to, when it comes to old school Kung Fu. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing there's a plethora of them like that. Oh, dude, are you kidding? Oh, it's ridiculous. Especially no. right after Bruce uh, Lee passed. Then came the Bruce Lay and the Bruce Lie and the Bruce. Yeah. Huh? Oh, so annoying. But now the uh, I'm guessing that the Shaw brothers are not a part of that. I feel like the Shaw brothers stuff was legit enough to wear. Or, yeah. or did they do that too? No, they wouldn't have cobbled together stuff like that. Just want to verify here. Chinese Hercules. Oh, that movie is sweet. <laughs> oh, lots of dock workers on that one. Yeah, oh, yeah. always working the docks, and here's the here's the villains and. Oh, it was good. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right away, uh-huh. sir. Oh, and just the bad dubbing, and that uh, was good. Oh, well, whenever you're in the mood for that kind of stuff, I have, you know, one or two or 700 movies that I can loan you. <laughs> See, I, I like, there's the Shaw Brothers movies, and I, I like them a lot, and I appreciate them, but a lot of them are legit, like, big productions and really good movies. Sometimes I am in the mood for this to where it's like, Oh, the budget's low. The dubbing's bad. The quality, these are HD, but the quality is still like beat up film prints and just a blast. They're a blast. I've got a couple on VHS that have decent name stars in them that would probably be in my top 10 Kung Fu movies of all time that have not gone to DVD. So all I have is my VHS. And that's really sad. I I would love for you to watch them, but all I have is my VHS, yeah. and it's it's like damn it. Uh, but I have a few exactly like you're talking about with low budget, and they're just badass. Way better than Chinese Hercules. <laughs> oh man, and this this as far as the fighting ratio in uh, Bruce's Ninja Sea, there was a ton of fighting in that thing. And it wasn't that good, but it was just, it it was fun. Well, yeah, we got to cut around the fact that we don't have any story in this movie cut from five other movies. Yeah. I didn't, I just, I, maybe I just didn't really realize that there was such a thing that a whole bunch of Kung Fu movies were just cut together. Like, isn't there copyright issues or no? I guess not. 
I'm sorry. I'm laughing because in the same episode, you're talking about Ricky Bobby, who starred in Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, which was 90% uh, Silent Night, Silent Night, Deadly Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, copyright issues in China? Oh, I guess they, yeah. Yeah, I, especially back in the 80s, 70s, 80s. Whatever film you could find, they'd uh, knock yourself out. Oh, oh, and quotes from this thing, Judas. I, I mean, I watch it. It's old school kung fu. I'll watch any old school kung fu. It was just a good time, especially with that 15 minute um, intermission thing. And then, like, once they got to the, I think maybe the seven minute mark, then every now and then it would be like seven minutes until showtime. And then we'd go back to another cheesy commercial from the 70s. Six minutes to showtime. Then you know, here's some hot dogs and hamburgers. Oh, it was it was great. It was uh sometimes you just need stuff like that to Oh my get gosh, you. he is fighting a bunch of little people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whips their ass. <laughs> oh, and they have sickles and knives and Oh, that movie's random. Man. Which now I okay, okay. <laughs> oh, and shirts like Bruce Lee, he changes shirts. Mid-scenes, it's like, whoa, new shirt. Well, you know, you gotta... That's continuity in between the different cuts of different movies. Yeah, yeah. And they're all, like, tank tops or sleeveless and real tight. You're getting real close to another uh, watch of uh, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Oh, man, it was... uh, I saw saw that one time and... Yeah, but you didn't see enough old-school Kung Fu to get the jokes, I don't think. Yeah, I have I've watched way more since then. And you'd know more. I was yeah. watching a movie the other day where I was like, I can't wait. I can't wait for Eugene to watch this. Now that he's been studying martial arts, he will appreciate this movie like he has never appreciated any of that kind of stuff before. Just he'll just see what I see. And yeah, I don't know. I Oh, speaking of which real quick, I was my first uh, karate class was last night, uh, being back from the COVID closure, which we're still social distancing. It's an interesting way to have a class, but we were, we were there. No touching and no, I. Better than nothing. It's better than nothing. And that's what we're all saying. It's like, it's, it, we're at least there. We're together. We're going through our forms and going through, you know, different stuff and learning different techniques, you know, stances. So I'm like, yeah, it's, it's better than nothing. Better than nothing. There's always styles that you can learn, books that you can look at. I've showed you the books that I have on my shelf. Yep. That's the starting point. That's where everybody learns from. And better than nothing. Yeah. And that's what we were doing. It was it was good. I I, I enjoyed it. I'm like, now this will get this will eventually get old if we're if we continue to not be able to actually spar and like do stuff. But yeah. physic but for now I'm like, I can do this for another couple weeks or a month until hopefully they Keep loosening things up. Yeah, supposedly. We'll see. Supposedly, yeah. That's it. All right. See you next week. No. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> uh, coming soon for me. Uh, more VHS. I finally started cracking down on my VHS shelf because I got to get this in order. Got to make some room. POW the es- I watched a few. Uh, I'll talk about later, but right now I'm on POW the Escape. That's currently playing. Or will be after the show. Uh, X-Men 3 commentary. I've already logged two viewings of X-Men. I timed that up just right, too, because I started X-Men 3, watched the whole thing, and I knew that would trigger my wife, who loves the X-Men movies. And so I 
quickly watched that one so that my second viewing would come with the family. Went through that. So now it's just the viewing with the commentary. All, debt almost paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm hoping to do that... Uh, let's see, what is today? Tuesday? Maybe tomorrow. Next day that I have a little bit of uh, silence in the house. But well, I'm I'll, looking I'll, forward to it. I'll try and get that done this week. So I've done it. I mean, I've, I've fulfilled my uh, my commitment like relatively fast, right? Yeah, that was quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and let me tell you, sir. <laughs> I, I Minor spoiler for the commentary, but watching this while thinking about After Midnight. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like you walk into that room and and you're like, oh, is this my room? Oh, 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 wow. This hotel room is pretty nice. Not bad. It's it's look. It's a little better than I thought. And then you look over in the corner, there's a hot tub full of bubbles, Margot Robbie with champagne going, hey, come here. And you're like, <laughs> not bad. Not bad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Coming soon for you. <laughs> oh, I've got... um my my stack. Uh, I mean, there's movies that I've watched that I'd like to talk about at some point. I did watch this uh, movie called Wretched, which is, um, I guess, doing pretty good at drive-ins right now. My daughter went to her first drive-in last night. Oh, cool. What'd she see? The the Invisible Man, supposedly. Okay. I, well, I, it was one of those, I, you know, you got two screens at a drive-in, and on the one side, yeah. it's all family-friendly, and on the other side, it's all horror and on the one side, it was Onward and that Harrison Ford dog movie. And on the oh, other yeah. side, it was The Invisible Man and The Hunt. And oh, so cool. I, I was, well, she's 15, going with her 17-year-old boyfriend and another couple that's teenagery. And I was like, so what are you going to see? And she texted back, we're going to see The Invisible Man at 9.15. So I was like, you know what? Kudos. Tell me the truth. I appreciate that. I yep. don't know if she got in or how it went. I haven't talked to her yet, but... If she would have said onward, we're going to see onward, I'd have been like, bullshit. (laughs) 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 Um, So, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So, uh, the slasher is a sex maniac. It's a (laughs) jolly. Was that all? Was that one movie or two? (laughs) That's one. That's one title there. Yeah. The slasher is the (laughs) sex. I wonder what that movie's about. Oh, it's very jolly ish. Um, Uh, bird with a crystal plumage, (laughs) four flies on gray velvet. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm feeling some more jollos in my future. Just I'm feeling the ink running out of my pen as I try to keep up with the titles. (laughs) Um, oh, there was um, I'm not sure. You know, I think I sometimes I, I get mixed up with these titles too. So. I kind of was, there was another one that I wanted to watch. I'm not sure if it's the black belly of the tarantula or, uh, <laughs> or there was something, another. Was that a roulette? I think that was a roulette. Yeah. Black belly, which you watched and you were like, eh. Uh, okay. Um, I love those titles. Oh, they're so great. I, I kind of feel like if a roulette ends with one of us buying it on Blu-ray, that's a win. Yeah. I think that was you. You were the one that... I I think I was okay on that one. 
I'd have to go look it up. Okay. But uh, anyway, yeah, so there's that. Uh, I, I do want to watch 2001 A Space Odyssey. And it's heavy, but it is... How do I say this? Like, it's not like a positive view of the future, but it kind of is. You know, like, it's it's it's, intel- it's intelligent. I need intelligence right now. <laughs> Some little space cosmic baby, come save us, please. Space Force. We're doing yeah. Space Force. Yeah. By the way, I watched the trailer for that on Netflix, and I'm good. Nah. Oh, I'm three, four episodes in. And? Eh. Yeah, because, like, I... Because <laughs> the jokes on the trailer, I'm like, ah, this should be funnier. I'm not laughing at your jokes at all. It's a little too specific at the times right now, and I'm not really ready to be laughing at the times right now. Maybe down yeah. the road I'll find this really funny, but right now I'm just like... <sighs> gotcha. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, and my wife's been itching to watch a movie with me again, and so I'm, I'm thinking underwater. Like, I watched it not long ago, but I'm like, ah, ah, there's nothing else, dude. (laughs) Dude, there's something else. Come on. That's not gonna go. I know. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're not going down that dirt road. Um, (laughs) yeah. I could find you something. If that's not going to work, that's just not going to work. Yeah. Have you considered X Men? <laughs> oh, I don't want to get into those because then it's. Oh, it's you like got to start twenty of them. Yeah, I oh, know, like, but you go X Men one, X Men two, and by then my commentary will be out, and it'll be time for X Men three. Now I will say the the first two X Men I could do- definitely watch those again. Those are good movies. Yep. Oh, I'm mm, trying to see here. I'm trying to find you a recommendation. And the thing is, for me, it's like, I like my older movies, even even like PG-rated stuff or, you know, more mainstream stuff. I like my older movies. And she, uh, you much like your wife, she just does not like 80s stuff or 70s stuff. Um, 70s. I, heck, I can barely get away with 90s stuff. Yeah, even that. Even 90s is kind of sketchy. So it's like, uh, watch the Daniel Craig Bond movies again or... The Bourne movies and uh, yeah, but if you go X Men one two, you'll burn out pretty quick. You know, do one one night, do two the next night, and she'll be good. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she lasted uh, barely all of the of the first Batman Nolan movie, and she's like, I'm good. Yeah, I got my. If she does get to X three, you can just download the commentary on your phone. You can have one earpiece. Put the earbuds in. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Right. Oh, because. Dear God, I don't want to watch it without your commentary. <laughs> oh. well, I can't promise that it'll be great, but it'll be something. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be something. I've got notes. I've got notes because I watched it twice in the last... Okay, uh, I'll see you yep. next time. Yep, until yep. then. Bye. Bye. Was that for an abrupt ending? Kung Fu movies, yay! for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. 
Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.